Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome. This is the Podcaster Community Show, short conversations that are not just about podcasting, because I like to take the scenic route. Our guest today is Tracy Bedford. Welcome, Tracy. Thanks, Craig. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited that you're excited. I I say this all the time. I'm going to keep saying it forever, as I'm always glad that people manage to punch a hole in their schedule to make time. Um, and before we started recording, we touched, we came like really close to talking about how it's really easy, and I think everybody listening would agree, it's really easy to get busy. And we all know that busy, just for busy sake, is not a good thing. Um, but it's particularly challenging when you have a creative endeavor like podcasting. And you gave me some hints that maybe your creative endeavor might include things beyond podcasting. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. Um, and I'm just wondering how you, um, how do you keep the, I'm going to say the swings under control. Like one way to swing is just like, oh, everything's busy. I'm laundry. I got all this stuff to do. And then the other way is like, really like I'm working. I'm at my desk. Nobody bother me. And, and I find that I swing between those two extremes. And I'm wondering, do you find you have that same swing? And how do you, I don't want to say prevent it, because I don't think it can be prevented, but how do you manage that, if you agree with me? You know, I don't know that I manage it. Oops. <laughs> I, I kind of, <laughs> no, I kind of go with it. And I try really not to be hard on myself when I am in one phase or another. That and, you know, a lot of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing with you about therapy. Uh, Craig, uh, therapy, that's that's a thing. I've done that. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I really, that word manage, I've tried to throw out of my dictionary because I don't manage anything very well. <laughs> and so <laughs> I really just try to, and this is just lately, I, I, you know, this is like probably, oh gosh, maybe within the last year. I can't, I've, I'm not perfect at this, but I think I'm just getting better at learning to be okay with where I'm at mm -hmm. while still, while still, of course, having the goals and, and, you know, getting things done that I need to get done. But sometimes, you know, I am in times of like, oh, I should really sit down and write, you know what, those dishes aren't going to wash themselves. So <laughs> <laughs> you said should no shoulding on oneself. Right, right. <laughs> uh, what, um, so you have a podcast, what's the name of your show? It's called Invisible You, and, and it's, well, uh, I gear it towards women over 40, but I've actually talked to men and people under 40 who listen to it. So I, I there's, it's, it's a lot of, I want to say like self-help, self-development. It's not just like, oh my God, I'm getting gray hair now, you know? <laughs> Uh-oh, <laughs> bad news. Right. doesn't show up so well in the camera. That's why I wear headphones to hide the hair. Um First of all, what episode number are you on? People know what I'm going to do. Oh, oh my gosh. I think I'm on 24 or 25. So. Mm, I thought you were further than that, but congratulations. Maybe. Thank you. Because podcasting is a long, lonely road. I say this all the time because it's really important. Congratulations on at that point and from what I've heard from a few episodes that I've skipped through and one episode I listened to thoroughly, um, you've... I would say you've got it up on plane. Like it feels like you know what you're trying to share when you create an episode. Um, so mad props for that. That's a, a big thing. Um, but and and now I'm, I don't. You can. I had a guest one time on another show. I asked them a hard question and they went pass. <laughs> it was a game show. I'm like, okay, then move on to something else. So you can always pass. Um, 
but it's been a hot minute as you put it in your words it's been a hot minute since Uh you put out an episode i think it was november um i mean obviously you can play the covid card you can say like yeah life happened but i feel like there you were mentioning feel like you were close to saying something more about your creative journey and i'm just wondering so you kind of seem to have set podcasting down for a moment i can only hold 12 things at once and I'm wondering what your creative journey has looked like since you set down podcasting. And maybe if I can guess what's making you want to pick it back up again, because I think that's the case. Yeah. So I started uh, acting classes back in 2020 during during COVID. Um, uh, the acting coach that I started working with, he was having in-person classes <laughs> even once COVID started. And so it was one way for me to just get out of my apartment. <laughs> mm. um, and it was another way for me to really uh, learn to express, which I have not been great at. And when I say express, I don't just mean um, like writing, which is what I do for my podcast. Cause that is one, obviously one way of expression. Mm-hmm. Um, but I meant like verbally being seen, being heard, uh, and f- being in front of people and being okay with maybe saying something stupid or looking stupid or feeling foolish, which, you know, I feel like in our society, especially for women we're we're taught, you know, you need to, you know, just keep your mouth shut, be perfect, look perfect, you know, put everybody first. And, you know, we don't really, always want to hear what you have to say right now because <laughs> you put your family first. <laughs> um, at least that's how I, I grew up. And, uh, and so, yeah, that was my way of, okay, this is one of the hardest things I could ever do. So this is what I'm going to do. And mm. so I started doing, doing the acting and then I started into podcasting because that was, that was another way of, of expression and that I felt like I have things to say, um, other than just, I don't know. Um, how do I want to say that? Other than other than just performance, I wanted to try and, and support and serve people who are maybe going through some similar things as myself. Hmm. And so um, I, I started down both journeys at the same time. And writing has always been very stressful for me because I have I have this perfection. <laughs> perfectionism. <laughs> oh my God. And you took up podcasting. Oh, perfectionism can get vicious. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and here I thought I was the only one. And uh, uh, <laughs> no, I have talked to, uh, well, not 300 podcasters, but I've talked to over 100 podcasters. They all say exactly the same thing <laughs> perfectionism mm-hmm. and audio. And yeah, it's all. It's, it's, it's vicious. It doesn't have to be vicious, but yeah, it can quickly get vicious. Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, no. Well, well, basically what I was going to say is, so I, I've always struggled with that part of the podcast because I, I, I write part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've always struggled with that because of the perfectionism, because I want to make sure I sound right. And, you know, I'm, I don't know, I'm saying exactly what I want to say, how yes. I want to say it, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it really took a lot of discipline to sit down and write it and rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite it. Mm. And um, so then I went through some personal, like we all do, personal life stuff. And I just felt like I didn't know what to say anymore. There was so much going through my head and I just, I didn't know how to narrow it down into this bite size, like 10 minute piece. Right. And so that's where I've been for a while. And I've, 
and since then I've also upped the acting part of it. So I feel like it's just, you know, depending on where I'm at, I might start it up again and then I might start stop and then I might start it up again and then I might stop. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying not to be hard on myself about that and just kind of go with the flows of life. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I've been at, but yeah, I'm, I think I'm getting ready to get back into it again now that my mind is feeling a little bit better, but still mm -hmm. there's that pressure, right? You want it to be perfect. And yeah, I've, but we put that on ourselves, right? I know. The, <laughs> I, always, I say, I'm, I'm the worst boss in the world. Me, <laughs> the expletive right. deleted, never lets me have any days off if I'm caught doing anything that's fun. Yeah. So that's an old meme. Um, uh, so first of all, thank you for sharing. Cause it, it can be, um, it can feel, I mean, it, it is personal, but it can feel like really personal to say what you just said uh, and not to diminish it at all. But yeah, I agree hundred percent. Like that's a very common experience that I have seen a lot of people um, quietly. They kind of go, this is a sight gag. They kind of go like, um, well, I don't want to swim on my feet, <laughs> but I have this issue. And I'm like, oh yes, we all have that issue. Um, so I think it's really helpful for other people, especially because this show has a lot of podcasters who are listening to hear all of us, me, hear Craig say, hear Tracy say, hear all these people say, yeah, we, we can get this perfectionist bit. Um, so this happens to me all the time when you're talking, I have like one question, 37 parts, <laughs> trying to pick one. Uh, I think I find, uh, I'm going to throw out a hypothesis just off the top of my head and then you can laugh at me or not. I find that for me, podcasting is like kryptonite because I love to be able to, I'm going to say control, but it's always attempt to control the other person's perception and what they're thinking and what they are receiving in response to what I'm saying or doing or waving my hands or, or, or even writing. Um, I don't get freaked out having to like read or speak before a group of people because I can see, do they like it? Do they not like it? Are they falling asleep? I can change speeds. But as soon as I try to do a podcast, especially if it's host on mic, like I, I really suck at that. But in conversations like this, I'm, I have a hard time because, or maybe I had a really hard time and now it's getting easier because people are going to listen to this and I have no control of whether they're going to go, that guy's a moron. Stop. You know, but, but wait in two minutes, it actually gets good. Like I, to me, that's the part where the, uh, the control freak, it's not quite right. Or my obsessive compulsive is that also isn't quite right. Um, so I, I'm just wondering maybe acting and maybe acting is a little easier because you can see, you know, the people who are there and maybe it's hard again, if we're doing remote video, but I'm just wondering if what your thoughts are about does, is maybe that why is that maybe grammar sentence words into pudding? Why podcasting is so tough because we know that when we record the thing and ship it, it's like, we have no clue because people don't respond. <laughs> people don't engage. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it's maybe a few things, but we kind of talked a little bit about this before we started recording, but podcasting can be a lonely endeavor. And I think with like so many people now, especially working from home and just, you know, getting out of a pandemic, um, we've isolated a lot and acting is something where I'm part of a community and mm. I'm with people. Um, and I, like you said, I do get that interaction. I do get the, the instant feedback, like, oh, I did something and you know, it, it blew <laughs> or I did, land, did right. right. <laughs> or I did something and oh my God, they love it. And I, you know, that, that feels, that's such a great, amazing feel. And then 
you go and you sit down to do the podcasting and because mine is host on mic, is that what you say? Host on mic. Uh, <laughs> and then I am writing it myself and I am editing it myself and I am recording it myself. It's I'm alone, you know, and it's right. several hours, you know, several hours of doing this um, endeavor. And so it can feel uh, sometimes a little bit lonely and isolating for me. Um, so, so yeah, I think there's a, there's a couple of things there is just the, you know, being okay with being alone and that, and that's different too, right? There's, there's being alone and then there's feeling lonely. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. So, so you can, you can be in a room full of people and you can still feel lonely. Um, or you can be by yourself and just be alone and be completely fine with that. And so I feel like I have been going in and out of that as well. Uh, sometimes I'm completely fine being alone. Um, and you know, I think lately I've been feeling like, you know, I'm a little lonely and I need to get out. I need, I need to, um, interact with people. I need to be with the community, <clears throat> but <clears throat> excuse me. The only thing with that is that only lasts so long while you're with the people, but then yeah, the recharge. Yeah. Right. So then you come back and you're alone again. Well, how do you feel? Are you still lonely again? And so you're almost like giving your power away to other people to make you feel like you're a part of something and you really, it has to come from within, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. you have to just be okay with being by yourself, with yourself, no distractions. And, you know, there's another podcaster, Tom Bilyeu, and he always says, you know, how do you feel about yourself when you're by yourself? And sometimes I don't feel great and I need to just get out and be with other people. And and it's great for to have other people lift me up and being a community and, and acting and things like that. They're so well warm and welcoming and, you know, they make you can make you feel so good. Right. Um, but then you come back and you want to sit down and you run a write and you want to create. And that's the time where how do you feel about yourself when you're by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I've kind of been going through that right now and just you know, learning to be okay with myself and kind of loving on myself and having self-compassion. Like, you're okay. It's good. Everything's good. Just just do your thing and keep going. And you're going to have feelings where you're like, I, I hate life right now and I don't want to do this, but you're just going to keep swimming, right? Just like mm. Dory said. <laughs> yeah. What are, are there other things that you go to? Um, so the whole introversion versus extroversion, introversion versus extroversion, faux dichotomy is what I was trying to say. <laughs> it's not really a simple, you know, spectrum one way to the other. Um, but I like to think about. Um, I, I'll ask someone like, "What do you do to recharge?" And you and I are both here talking about. Uh, interacting with other people to recharge. And that's true de depending on um, who those people are. And it's, you know, not, not just, I'm at the mall. Oh, remember those days? <laughs> just, I think I just dated the two of us. Um, you know, but like to be in a crowd, that may not be the least bit energizing, like a large, like go to the supermarket. This is not energizing. Um, non sequitur. Does your supermarket have this little robot now that wanders around in the aisles? My local supermarket has this stupid thing. It's like a giant six foot tall robot that occupies two by two on the floor and it wanders around looking for spills. It doesn't do anything but get in the way. I don't, sorry. No. <laughs> I haven't been to the market much. I'm like, what That's is this creepy. random, <laughs> random robot? I'm like trying to set things on the floor to block it in. It was really weird. Um, sorry. So what, 
do you actually think are the types of things that recharge you? So like, I'm wondering, is the acting class really special? Like, is there something magical about that micro community itself? Or is it, uh, could you also recharge, you know, at a, um, I don't know, any other input, like at a cafe? Um, or does it have to be a specific set of people? Or do you also recharge by uh, forest bathing or going for walks? Like, what are the things that, that call to you to recharge? And how do they differ? Or how are they like that acting community? Yeah. Um, so there's a, a couple different things. I, I love the acting community and I just, you know, I just love acting. Like I love everything about it. I'm so unbelievably passionate mm. about it. And I didn't start until, you know, like, like I said about two years ago and I'm 47 now. So I started at 45, so I'm not like a spring chicken. <laughs> um, but I just love everything about it. And I think just not only being in the community and being around them, but just working on it is really recharging to me. Um, but aside from being with people, I mean, yeah, going, taking walks, being in nature, um, watching the animals play. Um, it's springtime, so things are like, you know, renewing and <laughs> recharging. And yeah. I, I love all that. Uh, rebirth, you know, watching the the, the ducks and the, the little baby ducks and the goslings and all that. So I love all that. Um, reading is a big one. Uh, listening to podcasts, you know, just motivational type podcasts. I've been listening to... Um, and I'm not super religious, but I've been listening to Joel Olstein lately. Mm. And, you know, I kind of, he puts in the word God and I put in the word universe or, you know, whatever you want to, whatever you want. But right. his messages are so freaking ex- inspiring <laughs> that you can just like turn one on and he's just like, you know, be happy with you. You know, <laughs> sometimes you just need that. <laughs> Slap the headphones off. That's awesome. Right. Slap your headphones off and go do, you know, save the world. Ta-da! Right. Like, I love myself. Yeah. Um that and, uh, you know, all the things like journaling, if you need to do that, I haven't done it in a while, but definitely walks, definitely therapy. <laughs> Holy crap. Therapy, therapy, <laughs> therapy. <laughs> the best therapy session I ever have is the time I put my therapist to sleep. Like the person oh opposite me on a video call and I actually saw him doze off and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm not taking that as like, dude, you're not doing your job. I took that as, wow, I talk too much. Like just, <laughs> it was beautiful, objective feedback, not a criticism of the person that I was talking to. No, he probably um, just had a big meal and needed a sleep No, up. no, no, no. This was, <laughs> this was a professional person in a professional setting and definitely did not just eat, hadn't just gotten up. It was totally my fault. Wow. Um, and it's a good, I think it's a good moment, but yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so those, the, I haven't lost mental sight of the things that you were that you were laying out there, that you, the picture you were painting. Um, and I'm going to say yes, plus one, yes. And to all those, uh, those are the things that I go to as well. And the thought that I'm having is I have experimented with not like I took notes and have lab notebooks, but I have tried, should I listen to podcasts when I have no other technology available? Just to pick an example of one of the things you mentioned, listening to podcasts. I've tried to listen to them when I have no tech available and I've tried to listen to them when I have like my computer or notes, paper and pen. And I find, and this is also true for the other things, if I go for a walk with someone as opposed to sitting around, you know, where I have tools available, I find that being um, uh, alone or isolated with the thing that recharges me when there's no chance for the other distractions, it works way better. I used to be afraid I'm going to listen to this awesome podcast by Rich Roll and then I'm going to have wasted my time because I didn't get a chance to take notes or I didn't write down the the guest's name. It's like, 
no. When I find things that really recharge me, being um, self-isolated with them really makes, like magnifies the power. Um, and I'm just wondering if if you've noticed that, if, you, if you're like, do you try to do that to yourself on purpose or what are your thoughts on, because we were talking before about being alone versus being lonely. I think yeah. closely related. I think, yeah. And I think um, like to what you were saying, it's really just being present and focusing only on that one thing. Mm. And I think it's kind of a meditative experience. I know, you know, you hear all the time, we'll sit down and meditate. And I have a very challenging time with that. But I'm telling you when it's just me and like, um, I don't know, someone else's voice coming into my ears and I'm just Mm. focusing on that my mind just starts to go in other places and wander. And I do start to get like ideas or, you know, thoughts that maybe I, I wouldn't have had if I was with someone else, A, and just like talking or B, you know, washing the dishes, vacuuming, you know, straightening up while trying to listen while having music on in the background, you you know, so, (laughs) (laughs) which, which I have done. I mean, when I want to distract, Hey, I can do it. (laughs) Um, Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's a big one. Yeah. I think is just being present and being focused on whatever it is that you choose to be within that moment, um, to try and just have that, that time to yourself where you just need to go inside. And it doesn't always look like just, you know, sitting with your, you know, your, your palms up and, um, sometimes it is just, incense. Oh, right. right. <laughs> it's reading a book or, you know, listening to a podcast or listening to an audible book. And, you know, I get a lot of inspiration from that. Terrific. As much as I always hate to say it, that's probably a good place for us to stop today. It doesn't have to be our only conversation, but thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Tracy, it was a pleasure to get a chance to finally talk to you in person. Thank you. Yeah, this was great. Thank you so much, Craig.